to introduce Wayne Buckerfield. Uh, most people in this room would know Wayne. He's a fabulous guy. Um, he's been the chair of the leadership team uh, in recent times. Uh, ever since um, we've had a bit of a transition time, I know the leadership team and Wayne have been getting together really regularly and I really appreciate everything they do for the church. So I'm going to hand over to Wayne to lead this next part of the service. Thank you, Andrew. Um, yeah, I could really sense a, a real buzz in the place uh, this morning, and I think a real sense of excitement uh, for what God has in store for the next next step um, of this uh, church's journey here in the hills. So um, I did really want to just uh, start by acknowledging uh, a number of people. So, so there's quite a few people that have uh, had a part in just preparing for today and making it as special as, as it is, and we'll see that a little bit in even the simple things such as a, a great morning tea. Um, there's a fantastic uh, flower uh, decoration there too that Sam get uh, that Joe and Sam get to take home with them today. But um, um, Willie's put quite a bit of thought and effort into, and there's quite a bit of symbolism in wrapped up in that as well. You might want to talk to Willie about afterwards as well. But just little things like that really acknowledge those. A lot of unseen things that have gone into the planning for today, and uh, you folk, you don't do it for for glory. But I really just want to acknowledge um, your help and input into that as well. Um, uh, also want to acknowledge uh, friends and family of, of Sam and Joe here with us today. Uh, other people that have been part of Sam's journey to this point as well come along and are here to encourage and be part of today. So thanks for being here. Trust you really enjoy your time with us. Uh, we'd also put the word out to heads of churches in the Hills area as well. So if you've come in response to that, great um, that you could be part of our service today. Uh, we really love to have you with us um, also wanted to acknowledge that um, David and Rena Smythe, uh, our founding, our founding pastors, uh, here today as they are just about every week, uh, and also visiting as well David and Judy Bland, uh, our second pastors um, as well. Wonderful that you could actually be free to be with us this morning, and just really want to acknowledge both both David's role. Uh, I think in certainly the effectiveness of this church over what's now over over 20 years but also uh, the way that they've sown uh, into Sam's ministry as well and his development I really want to acknowledge uh, both of both of your inputs into that and I'm sure Sam um, has benefited greatly through through that as well and I'm sure if he was standing here he'd want to acknowledge that as well so really great that you could be here with us today um, also, as we mentioned um, last week, we have a few members of the Christian Family Centre board here today as well. So, yeah, really wanted to yeah, welcome Peter Crouch and uh, David Hersey, Milan Tompich, Tim Lockins, and I'll, I'll introduce uh, Bill in a moment as well. So, yeah, great that you could be here as, as part of today. Uh, the board have been working fairly well with uh, and actively with the leadership team over this this last six-month period as we've really been seeking God's choice uh, for the next pastor here. So thanks for, for being with us today um, as well. I wanted now to hand over to... Bill Vasilakis, who'd be known to many. Uh, those that don't, uh, Bill is the Senior Minister of the Christian Family Centre Churches. 
uh, also the chair of the Christian Family Centre Board and, and also the, the chair of our denomination as well, the CRC Churches International. Um, so it is my really great pleasure to welcome uh, Bill up now to just lead us through the, the formal and what will be, I think, a really exciting part of our service. Kids, uh, you're, you're with us with this as well. Hopefully you can track, track with this um, this important part and it's great that you could actually be part of this this induction process and you'll be able to join your programs a little bit later. So I'll hand over to you now. Thank you, Bill. It's wonderful you could be with us. Thanks, Wayne. Good morning, everyone. It's uh, great to see you here and to see another full house, hey? And uh, last week when we made the announcement that uh, Sam Barnes was becoming uh, the new leader of the church. I know uh, I've, we've all received your commendation and encouragement and it's been good to, to get uh, the endorsement of, of the congregation um, because uh, when the 16 or so people who are involved in the process of assessment and decision, uh, you know, we say it seems good to us and to the Holy Spirit, but by golly, it's got to be acceptable to the congregation. And, uh, and so, uh, and having a listening ear to your leadership team and their spouses, we know that it's been most acceptable to you. And so uh, we can say this is what the Lord has done and we uh, rejoice uh, in him. Um, it's great to have some of my fellow board members here um, who uh, oversee all of our Christian Family Centre churches and it's our responsibility to uh, make the appointment of the lead pastors of our churches and the lead pastors make the appointment of the leadership teams. And so it's an accountable, responsible, organisational governance uh, uh, structure. And so uh, it's great to have them here. And also for to acknowledge David Smythe and David Bland and their fantastic wives um, who have been the founding pastor and the the, uh, uh, the next pastor being David for just over a three-year period. Uh, I regard the two Davids as uh, I've known them for many, many years. Uh, David's like an older brother and the other David's like a younger brother. And they're men of uh, the highest uh, integrity and character and spirituality and they have uh, endeavoured to sow their best in you. And, and I think one of the greatest things they've done, as Wayne has mentioned, is to help prepare uh, Sam Barnes to come into this role. And particularly David Bland has uh, worked through all the competencies for the trainee minister's credential, all except one. And uh, we've got to get that done before May, Sam, just remind me. And uh, so uh, we're, we're delighted with that. I wonder if, if uh, Sam and Joe would like to come forward. talk to you guys, so if you'd like to just sort of half look at me and half the congregation. And uh, church, it is important to, uh, in your hearts, that uh, this not just be a ceremony, but we believe when we do it with faith and we trust God, that there's blessing. And we're expecting blessing, the Holy Spirit to come upon you with great power and some new gifts 
and uh, all the people are praying for you. So with all this prayer and faith, who knows what's going to happen, eh? So um, I'd like to read some scriptures from the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Peter that they wrote to young leaders and uh, they're inspiring words and they're commissioning words and they're applicable to all who come into spiritual leadership in Jesus' church and there's a couple of words also for the congregation. So I'd like to read these to you and you'll see where they're from. They're from Timothy, Titus and 1 Peter. Here is a trustworthy saying. Whoever aspires to be an overseer or a spiritual leader desires a noble task. So now Sam, as an overseer, you are to be above reproach, faithful to your wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, as if that's an issue, not violent but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. You must manage your own family well and see that your children obey you. <laughs> With some support from, your, from the grandparents. And you must do so in a manner worthy of full respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? A spiritual leader must not be a recent convert, and you're not. Or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders, so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. They must keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience. They must first be tested, and then if there's anything against them, let them serve as assistant leaders. In the same way, their wives, Joe, are to be worthy of respect, not malicious talkers, but temperate and trustworthy in everything. To the elders among you, board members, leadership team members, fellow pastors, Paul says, Peter says, I appeal as a fellow leader and elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Sam, be a shepherd of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never, ever fade away. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud, but shows favour to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, this is to all of us, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Sam, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. You look like you're 20, but you're 40. <laughs> you're an old man. <laughs> Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. 
devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. But you, Sam, man of God, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance and gentleness. Sam, fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you, were made, when you made a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Sam, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. So in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge, Sam, preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, Sam, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Sam, remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient and to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate and always to be gentle towards everyone. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God, our Saviour, appeared, he saved us. Not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Saviour. So that having been justified by his grace we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying. And I want you, Sam, to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. Here's a couple of words to all of his people about their leaders and about living in love and being united is for all of us. Hills Congregation members, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy and not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. Pray for Sam 
and your leadership team and the Christian Family Centre Board, we are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honourably in every way. The overseers, leaders who direct the affairs of the church and they do it well, are worthy of double honour, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain and the worker deserves his wages. People of God, if you have any encouragement from being in Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. How wonderful is God's word. I trust you'll receive them and I'll give you a copy of these. And, and for the congregation, I'll, I'll run off a copy, but they're beautiful words that the apostle uh, Paul and Peter shared with leaders and churches, particularly for times like these. You can hold your wife's hand now because you're going to make a vow. And uh, this vow has been put together for the induction of, of new lead pastors. And Sam has read it, reflected on it. He's memorised it. He put it under his pillow. And, uh, and so it's not just words, but a commitment and a vow before God and before a congregation and before his holy angels that are in this place so we can't see them. Um, he holds us to our vows, like when you made your vow to your wife. And uh, so in the presence of Jesus Christ, your spiritual overseers, the Hills leadership team, and the Hills congregation, do you, Sam Barnes, acknowledge and fully endorse that you have been called by our Heavenly Father and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to be a minister of his gospel of grace and to be the spiritual leader of his people at Hills Christian Family Centre. Will you humbly, obediently and faithfully develop and outwork Christ's calling in leading the people of the Hills CFC and work together in love and unity with your fellow ministers and churches within the Christian Family Centre? Don't mind me. Do you acknowledge that the Holy Spirit has led you and placed you in the family of the Hill CFC to express the ministry call that he has for your life and that you will always act in the best interests of the Hills congregation? Yes. 
Do you accept the vision and values and ministry strategy that we in the Christian Family Centre regard as the reason why God has called us into existence? And do you commit yourself to gather, nurture, serve, and release the Hill CFC people within the purposes of the Christian Family Centre? Will you exercise your ministry duties responsibly, be accountable to the CFC senior minister and board of elders, and submit to the wise checks and balances required of all lead pastors of Christian Family Centre churches? On behalf of the board of elders of the Christian Family Centre, I formally acknowledge and induct you as acting lead pastor of the Hills Christian Family Centre. Your fellow CFC pastors and their leadership teams right across from Hobart to Alice Springs are aware of this moment now and they're praying for you. Your Hills leadership team as well as the Board of Elders are praying, will pray for you and will continue to encourage you and support you in the outworking of Christ's call upon your life. As we induct you today, we pray that you go on to enjoy the spiritual fruit, personal fulfilment, and heavenly rewards of your labour. And may you rejoice in the commendation of Jesus himself that he gives you today. We now recognise your call and appointment and the spiritual fruit that attests to its genuineness, your good character and loyalty to the Christian Family Centre. We are now going to commission you in the name of Jesus through prophetic prayer, anointing with oil and the laying on of hands. Oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit and you need the Holy Spirit. He is in you, he is on you and you need his, his presence every hour of every day. Laying on of hands, we represent Jesus and we say it's his hand that has made all this possible. I'm going to ask now our Christian Family Centre board members who are present to come forward, the Hills leadership team, Pastors David Smythe and Narina and Pastors David Bland and Judy and my wife to come and stand uh, with them. Just come towards the middle, guys, a little bit here. Fantastic. So we're going to lay hands upon them, anoint them with oil. I'm going to pray. And uh, in the congregation, we want you to reach out your hand and to pray the blessing of God upon them. And really, with all your heart, just pray, Jesus you be Lord, you be Master, Holy Spirit, uh, Sam needs you, gifts flow. And then we're just going to wait on the Lord if there's any prophetic words that may, that may come that we will share with you. So Sam and Joe, can anoint you as well, Joe. I make the sign of the cross on your forehead, Sam, and give me your hands as well. I make the sign of the cross on your hands because you're a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ and it's because of his cross that you stand here. And, uh, and he rose from the dead and he's in heaven. He went to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit. So you've got Jesus in you 
on you and he calls you Joe. As uh, Sam's faithful wife, I anoint you as well because of your important task in not just supporting Sam but being the best wife and mum and possible, which we know you are, and also in your own leadership and involvement in the life of the church. Though you're fairly busy with babies. <laughs> For those who don't know, ask them later. <laughs> and uh, so I wonder uh, if we could lay hands upon him and, and uh, church, reach out your hand towards him now. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ that, Lord, we acknowledge that you have arranged this. Jesus, you are the living head of your church and you have led us and guided us in such unmistakable ways. You've been working in Sam and Joe's life from when they were children, as teenagers, as young adults, how they came into the Christian Family Centre four and a half years ago, nearly five years ago, how Pastor David Smythe recognised something in Sam from the very first days. As Pastor David Bland has prepared him with the competencies to enter the, 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 the CRC credentialing process, we all acknowledge, Lord, your hand has been upon this and you've organised things. How it's taken place, we don't fully understand, but we do see your good hand at work. And we accept, Lord, that you have led us, all of us who are standing here, who've been part of the assessment process, the, the interviews and the decision representing... Uh, the Christian Family Centre churches as well as the Hills Christian Family Centre here and we say thank you Lord for guiding us and leading us and opening our eyes and helping us to see what you're doing. So now we lay hands upon Sam and upon Joe and we induct them into the role, this leadership role here at the Christian Family Centre in the Hills Church. We thank you for the magnificent uh, lead pastors that we've had before, Sam. And we thank you that this is now the beginning of a new era. And we dedicate him to you and Joe to you. And we say, Lord, equip them with everything good for them to be able to do your will. Even as your word says that in Hebrews 13. May the God of peace, Sam, Joe, equip you with everything good to be able to do his will. Working that which is pleasing in his sight and that will be honouring to him and building up the life of this church and seeing it grow in a healthy, positive fashion. Lord, I pray, may you now give them special equipment, some new gifts, some new abilities coming from the Holy Spirit. And even as we see, read in Scripture where it says it seems good to us and to the Holy Spirit, we sense that, Lord, and we ask you now to impart to them something fresh and something new in you, that from this day forward, that they will be launched into a new ministry of leadership that will flow so naturally. We know, Lord, that uh, uh, we love Sam and Joe as they are, but, Lord, we know that you have now called them and into this leadership role, and, Lord, we view them now as our leaders. And we pray for them. We pray especially for Sam. Give him all the wisdom that he needs. Give him all the faith that he needs. Give him all the, 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 the sense of making right judgment calls. Balancing his moving forward in vision and faith with wisdom and judgment. May there be the, the gift of distinguishing between spirits that flows through him. That he will be able to assess what's of you, what's of man, what's of the devil. That he will protect the flock that he will, he will cover the, the, the sheep, 
that he will build the teams necessary to whether it's pastoral care or small groups or building teams, the developments of the church, the, the, all the various ministries from kids, youth, young adults, small groups, women, men's, all the many ministries that are going to flow. Give him wisdom as he leads and develops teams and equips people to fulfill their role. And Lord, as we lay hands upon Sam, Lord, we pray for the congregation that every man, every woman, every person here will see that they are called not just to support Sam but to be the body in this location. That their gifts, that they will identify them, they will discover them, that they will develop them and that through Sam and the teams help deploy them for your service through the Christian Family Centre to bless our world, to win the loss to Jesus. So Lord, we pray, may this local body grow strong in, 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 in its ministry. And as Sam comes into this leadership role now, we pray for him, we support him, and we say thank you in advance, Lord, of the good things that are going to happen through his leadership. And Lord, as, as Wayne lets go of, of the leading of the leadership team, and now as Sam takes charge of it, I pray help Wayne and, and Dan and, and David and their, their wonderful wives to support Sam in a strong way and other leaders in the life of the church. Uh, may they pray for him, intercede for him, pray that uh, you will give Sam all that he needs, particularly in these first few days, these first few weeks, these first few months. And uh, we commit him to you, we dedicate him and Joe to you, and we look forward to what's going to, going to happen. We pray this in Jesus' name. And all the people at the Hills Christian Family Centre with a loud voice said... Hallelujah. Any prophetic words? Let's go for it, guys. Just be in prayer as we look to the Lord to, to speak prophetically at this particular time. So uh, any of you that feel you have something in God to share, then please uh, just let me know on this. Sam and Joe, I really uh, got a strong sense as we were praying then that uh, the Lord is giving you the story of Esther and is assuring both of you that he has prepared you and raised you up for a time such as this. I had a real sense that every resource, every spiritual gift, everything that you both will need to lead this church will be given to you. That God is a rich storehouse, that you will lack nothing in terms of support, prayer, gifts and equipment to do what you're going to do and that your arrival here and at this very place in time is no accident whatsoever it is a divine appointment and therefore it is in season and in the right time so god bless you guys god is going to bless this church and this community through you he's prepared you for it you are ready for this you are in the right place at the right time hallelujah thank you david that's uh, terrific Amen. Thank you. Yeah, praise the Lord. Guys, just before when we were, uh, bef even in the worship, I had a picture for both of you. It was of a house. Um, I know you spend a lot of time in a house, and as most of us do, and I just felt that there's two dangers that the Lord wants to awake you to and then 
the answer is the danger in a house is if you, the doors and windows are always open um, because mosquitoes will come in and what they'll do is they'll come and sting you and they'll sting your family, particularly in the middle of the night. Um, you don't want that. So you actually have to be secure. And I, I felt like I just wanted to pray. I, I think you were both quite secure in knowing who you are. You're not projecting trying to be someone else. But I think the Lord just wants to just give you a special grace of security in a world where you can compare yourselves to other people. The church will start to put more demands on you the importance of security but what security doesn't mean is that you bunker down and you lock the doors and you lock the windows actually if you're secure you will have the wisdom to know when to open the door and be hospitable and allow in um, ideas correction all that sort of stuff but it's not the little mosquitoes flying through the windscreens it's when you're secure enough in knowing who you are in Christ that you can actually open the door and allow people to come in and speak in to your life into your family and I just really felt that for you um, Father, I just pray for wisdom in knowing who to listen to and who not to listen to. I pray that you give them spiritual discernment to um, identify the mosquitoes that are just going to make a lot of noise and are going to sting them <laughs> and sting their, their kids. And so, Lord, give them wisdom to know when to bunker down. But also, I pray you give them enough security that they don't just retreat into themselves um, and, and see people as problems but they'll actually have enough security in Christ to open up the door and allow safe and godly men and women to speak in speak words of life and healing and health and even correction into their family so Lord give them wisdom for this protect their family Lord I just want to I just thank you even in faith now just that, that you almost insulate their, their family home that they feel like they're in a bubble and even though things might be going wrong on the outside that they they are secure under your protection, under in the shadow of your wings, the shadow of your wings that they are. That, and even when they're in a shadow, it's not the absence of God. It's the shadow that is cast by God with arms stretched out, Lord, that they can rest in the shadow of your wings. So, Lord, bless them and protect them and give them wisdom to be secure in Jesus' name. Um, I make no claim to this being a prophetic word. It's just a little thought that I've had. Sam has been, and probably is still a surfer, like me. Sam, as a surfer, you don't create the sea. You don't create the sun. You don't create the beautiful blue sky. You don't create the wave. You just paddle on. Yes, you use your skills, the gifts that God has given you, but he makes the waves. You just surf them. It's about God. Not us, but it's joy to serve his waves. God bless you. Um, going on from that house analogy, I just had um, probably a, a, this view of a tent, a Bedouin tent pitched in the middle of, of the desert. There's lots of scriptures in the Old Testament that talk about, you know, a cord being strong when it's together and also expanding our tents and expanding our borders. And I just got this idea that, um, that today is another planting of uh, another peg and another stake and another rope in another direction in the whole life and history of this church. And if as a collective uh, community you look around, you can see that uh, there's strengths from all sorts of directions in the cords that hold up this tent. And uh, when that buffering comes, if it's from the mosquitoes or if it's from the wind or a storm, they 
It's like a fulcrum and they balance each other and they pull against each other and they keep it strong and connected and it doesn't fall down. And that's what you guys have here. And that's what you guys represent as well. Um, so there's an expanding of the tent today. Um, there's another stake that's gone in the ground um, of God's blessing and anointing and increase in this church. And uh, it is strong and it's protected from everyone that surrounds it. And I just felt that's a lovely picture of how God describes um, us being a cord that can't be broken um, in, in, in his life and um, community of the church. Praise the Lord. Uh, Sam and Joe, just uh, finally, that scripture that I prayed over you, Hebrews 13, 20, is a wonderful verse. It's, it's a verse that encourages me that he will equip you. The God of peace who raised Christ from the dead will equip you with everything good. He's not going to... You're not going to get anything bad happening, okay, from him. Um, bad things happen to good people, but we have a good God that he's going to equip you with everything you need to be able to do his will. So you're not just saying, I'm going to do certain things and somehow I hope God will bless it. He's actually already, he's blessed you already. You're in Christ by grace. Christ is in you through the Holy Spirit. Christ is already working through you. Christ has overcome the devil for you. Christ is empowering you. He's going to equip you with everything good that you need to be able to do his will. The other scriptures in Philippians 2, I think it is 13, which says God is effectually at work, using the Amplified Bible. You check it out. He's effectually at work in you, creating in you the very desire to want to do his will. So you're not doing his will out of self-effort or your own desires. The Holy Spirit in you, Christ in you, his desires and his thoughts are coming to you. So don't doubt yourself, man of God. It's Christ in you. He will speak to you and he will guide you with an excellent leadership team. Uh, so he's going to equip you with everything good. He's effectually working in you, creating in you the very desire to want to do his will and to outwork his purposes. You're not on your own. You have the risen Christ living in you through the Holy Spirit. You have a fantastic team, a wonderful church. And so many of the men the old boys in this place, some of them old enough to be your father, have said, we're going to protect him. We're going to be there. We're going to be the support. And I won't name them, but uh, you know who they are, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and that is a wonderful... I'm not talking about David Smythe here. I'm talking about the other guys here, okay? And, uh, and they love you. They support you. And, uh, and so even when there's difficult times, you've got strong men and strong women that will be able to support you. You're not on your own. And so you, you are inducted, not just with our blessing and imperature, but with the blessing of the church. So church, let's stand together. And kids, children, all, all the little kids, look at me now, okay? Everyone look at me, the youngest or the oldest. Okay, this is your new lead pastor and his wife, okay? And all the little Barneses, from now on, you call him Pastor Sam, not Dad. <laughs> oh, that is great. And so church, young and old, let's put our hands together for our new pastor, Sam Barnes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is good. 
prize his name. Mr. Meeting Leader, over to you. And then we're going to take our seats. Then we're going to get ready to hear a message from, from Sam. Okay, thanks, Bill. Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask Kerry Davis to come down. Kids, you've done really well. And we're going to have a short little kid spot before you guys head out to your programs. So I'm going to hand over to Kerry. Kerry.